It's time for Monday Night Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Featuring the News Gazette media sports writers, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, and Scott Ritchie. Delivering the latest insights on the Illini and more. Join the program by calling 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here are the News Gazette media sports writers and your host, Steve Kelly. Well, good evening once again, everybody, and welcome to Monday Night Sports Talk with you until 6 o'clock. Here on this Monday evening, it is pitch dark at 5 o'clock. Depressing. <laughs> still trying to adjust to that, boys. So are my kids. Yeah? Oh, they, uh, Daylight Savings Time has not treated the, the Daniels children well at all in terms of their, their sleeping patterns. Waking up early, way, way early. Matt Daniels in the studio, the sports editor of the News Gazette. Scott Ritchie is here as well. Bob Osmussen uh, joins us on the telephone. Bob, how are you? I'm good. Just wanted to see if you were awake. I'm, I'm good. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful night out. Beautiful. We've been so lucky with the weather last week or two. It's been awesome. Record high today of 78 degrees and a chance for another record coming up tomorrow. So stay tuned for that and then it'll the, get cold again after that. Then it'll start to actually feel like November. That's right. We've got plenty of football to talk about, plenty of basketball to talk about, and we're going to start with basketball. Scott Ritchie, you okay with that? Yeah, sure. I mean, it is maybe the quote-unquote better news of the day for sure. The Illini ranked in the top 10 in the preseason AP basketball poll coming in at number 8 behind number 7 Wisconsin and number 5 Iowa out of the Big Ten. If you missed the the top teams there, Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Virginia, Iowa is your top 5, Kansas, Wisconsin, Illinois, Duke, and Kentucky – Round out the top 10. Michigan State is 13th. Then uh, further down, Ohio State is 23rd. Rutgers 24th. Michigan number 25. And I understand you had the Illini a little higher than the 8th that they ended up with. Yeah, I had Illinois at number 5. Homer. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually heard that already today. Um, No, but I had them ahead of both Iowa and Wisconsin because... I've also voted in the, the Big Ten's media poll for the, the season. Um, ballots, I think, were due today, and that'll come out here shortly. But I had Illinois at number one in the Big Ten, so I kind of have to rank them ahead of both Iowa and Wisconsin. And if you put them in Iowa's spot, that's number five. And as I mentioned in this week's episode of Inside Illini Basketball, get it wherever you get your podcasts, um, Iowa's really only passing familiarity with playing defense, I think – Puts them below Illinois, and I mean, Wisconsin is Wisconsin. They'll be solid, be good, and they'll be entirely uninspiring. Fran McCaffrey just is calling into our show to let off some steam right now, Scott. I think that'd be welcome. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I'd, I'd like to hear him argue his point that Iowa plays. Those, know, those were the defense. those were the two teams that that kind of uh, took me by surprise that. that the two Big Ten teams that were in front of Illinois in, in the AP uh, Top 25 poll. Uh, as Scott details in tomorrow's news, we can dive into it more here on the show too, but there's a wide swath of range where Illinois falls on on the, the voters' ballots. But 
the fact that Illinois just beat Iowa in the last big sporting event in Champaign eight months ago, I think leaves kind of a what I'm trying to say is that Illinois fans looking for bulletin board material and reasons to feel fired up about the season got it right there with the fact that Iowa and Wisconsin are ahead of the Illini in the AP Top 25, and those are two teams that Illinois beat last season. How many voters? 60-ish? 64. 64. So what were some of the, the, the range of where Illinois fell there? Well, Illinois was ranked uh, as high as number three. And then as low as number 22. Okay. So, um, yeah, a pretty wide range there. And I mean, it's sort of interesting. They received at least one vote in 16 of the 25 available spots. So there's a bit of a question of maybe what this Illinois team will be. I will note, however, that 75% of voters had Illinois at least in the top 10. Those are the people doing the homework. Uh, I think maybe not everybody did a complete... Uh, homework assignment on Illinois there and maybe and maybe maybe on some of the other teams as well well it's every week reveals some interesting choices um so that's one thing I like to look at um we'll note that uh, Dick Vitale had Illinois at number 16 but he had released his top 40 for whatever reason a couple weeks ago so that one wasn't a surprise but um a vote at number 22 was caught me a little Maybe unaware. they hadn't heard that uh, two guys were coming back. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> the guy that, that voted, and, and Scott writes about it in the paper, and it's out there for anyway, is John Feinstein, the, the noted author and college basketball writer for the Washington Post, had the Illini at number 22. So take that for what it's worth. Um, he knows. He knows college basketball. basketball for sure, definitely. Um, it, I think the big thing with Illinois for some folks out there that aren't really convinced that there may be a top 10 team is just if you look at this team on papers as the college game has gotten more and more devoted to three-point shooting this Illinois team struggled mightily last season and then you add in the fact that Alan Griffin who was the the team's best outside shooting threat last season transferred to Syracuse this offseason you've got some question marks with Austin Hutcherson uh, having to sit out last season after transferring from a division three school in Connecticut and then Adam Miller uh lit it up at the, at the high school level but you're not sure what that's going to translate to in, in college and how he adjusts to the expanded three-point line so those are some that's the big question mark surrounding this Illinois team is just how it how it handles this outside shooting I think I would take my chances with Adam Miller over Griffin myself and, and that could be the case you know, Alan Griffin was you know not only Illinois' best shooter but at times was their most efficient player mm-hmm. you know, as well so I mean that is a hole to fill but I think Adam Miller will do some of that, and you know Austin Hutcherson, if he's healthy, can do that as well. I mean, I know he's you know coming, you know playing up two levels, you know coming from Division three to the Division one, and then maybe even a couple more, you know jumping into the Big Ten. But you know, not to beat the Duncan Robinson horse to death, <laughs> but it's been done before, and that's only going to be mentioned once or a hundred times. Yeah, this and, and Austin Hutcherson was very good at the Division three level, and shooting is a thing I think that can translate. Also today, a Big Ten preseason team, two unanimous selections there, Iowa DeSumo and Luca Garza, who was named the preseason player of the year, Garza was, but Kofi Coburn also on that uh, 10-man squad. Yeah, and I had both Iowa and Kofi on my ballot. I voted in that as well. 
Uh, I'm not going to say you're a homer. As, as I paused <laughs> for the homer cough. Uh, no, but there were, uh, I mean, a lot of the names you expected to see. You know, yeah. for every person that calls you a homer, th- there'll be somebody else to say you're not a homer enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd probably you know? get more of that. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's right. <laughs> but, um, you know, my ballot did differ a little bit, though, from the uh, the final ten that uh, was announced this morning. Um I was a little surprised that Franz Wagner, the sophomore at Michigan, did not make the All-Big Ten team. And I had Ron Harper Jr. instead of Geo Baker from Rutgers, um, mostly because I think Ron Harper Jr. is the better player, which is what this is all about. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's good for Illinois to to find their two top players in uh, the preseason top ten big uh, all big ten team, and uh, just goes to show you that uh, a lot of folks think highly of what this Illinois team can can do uh, this season. And after the you know, it's all fun to to see the polls come out and, and see where Illinois lands, and then compare it to other teams and see where some of their top players in the Big Ten land. But I don't know if I speak for a lot of people. I'm just curious to see what the schedule is going to look like uh, because <laughs> it's only 16 days. Season's supposed to start in two and a half weeks, right. uh, the day before. Uh, Thanksgiving and and there's a lot of a lot of schedules out. Although the Big Ten has not released their full league schedule, uh, the ACC came out today and said that they're going to drop their league schedule tomorrow morning. So maybe I think that's what everybody's waiting for is the Big Ten to, to at least come out with a non-conference schedule, and then you can probably announce what maybe you already know mm-hmm. in some of the other games. We we know about the the game at Duke. Mm-hmm. We we think we know about a game against Baylor. And those kind of things, and we think we know about a multi-team event that's going to be here the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But to get the official word would be nice. Yeah, and until contracts are signed, those games are all right theoretical. Right, um, and that's proven to be a, a trickier situation in 2020 for sure. It is 5:20. This is Monday Night Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 DWS. Steve Kelly, along with Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, and Bob Osmussen. We'll take our first time out. The phone line is open if you'd like to join us. Got any more thoughts on that football game that uh, allegedly happened at uh, Memorial Stadium on Saturday? Feel free to jump in with us here. That's, I think that's why so many fans are so anxious that basketball can't start soon enough the way the football season has started. They, they kind of need a distraction from, from what's going on with the football team right now. We'll talk more about that and more, but uh, as I said, feel free to join us. 356-9397 is the number on Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Back after this. Manager of Castle Home Comfort, Heating and Cooling. Along with Kelly Kenyon from Customer Service. And are we thankful at Castle? Count on it. We are grateful for every opportunity to bring you comfort. Whether that comes with a furnace rejuvenation. Our famous free second opinion. Or that perfect castle installation. Our home comfort heroes couldn't be happier than when we bring you comfort to your home. This year has been a challenging one, to be sure. But we helped one another through the rough and tumble. And now, as the holiday season approaches, we hope you'll give Castle a call. There's still time to book Castle's fall furnace rejuvenation for only 90 bucks. And remember, if Castle rejuvenates your furnace in the very unlikely event that it breaks down this winter, we'll come back and fix it for free. Book online at castlehomecomfort.com or call 217-352-2800 CASTLE. Your home's comfort is our guarantee. See the showroom top designer shop. 
Flooring Surface is your first stop. This is your year for impeccable flooring style. Flooring Surfaces brings fresh looks from around the world to central Illinois. And right now, we're offering deep discounts on all the floors you want. You'll save big on Italian porcelain tile, beautiful hardwood floors, waterproof vinyl, soft and durable carpets, and fantastic backsplash mosaics. If it's in stock, it's on sale now. And with over 1 million square feet of flooring in stock, you'll find the right look to fit your style and budget. Combine excellent selection with free design assistance, free estimates, professional installation service, and financing options, it's easy to see why Flooring Surfaces has your floor covered. See us today at 401 East Mercury Drive in Champaign. See the showroom top designer shop. Flooring Surfaces, your first stop. Flooring Surfaces, your first stop. It's finally here, the last tool you'll ever buy. Rule King is proud to offer Crimson Tools. Strong and durable enough to handle your biggest projects, Crimson Tools have a lifetime warranty. And since Rule King has been going strong for 60 years, the lifetime warranty means we'll be here to replace your tool with no questions asked. A Crimson Claw Hammer with Hickory Handle is just $7.99. Get the last tools you'll ever buy at your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Hey, Illini Nation, this is Scott Friedline with the Illini Rebounders. You may recall seeing us selling 50-50 raffle tickets in the stands. Since that is not an option, we've gone online. To play the weekly raffle, go to Illini5050.com, select your number of tickets, and complete the form. Drawings start each Monday, and the winning ticket is drawn at the end of that week's game. The winner receives one half the listed pot. The other half supports the Illini student-athletes and the University of Illinois Student Athletics Scholarship Fund. Get your tickets at Illini5050.com. Go Illini! Terms and conditions apply. Must be an Illinois resident to play and win. Hi, I'm Tim Tatman, owner of Tatman's Collision. Remember the nasty hailstorm we had on July 11th? Since that time, Tatman's Collision has repaired over 450 vehicles damaged by the hailstorm. If you've been waiting to get your vehicle repaired somewhere else, the good news is at Tatman's we can take care of you in just a couple weeks. Right now we have appointments available for the third week of November. Tatman's Collision will work with you and your insurance company and get your vehicle back to where it was before the storm. Call us at 607 0119 or visit us at Tatman's Collision, 701 North Mattis Avenue. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Monday night sports talk moving up on 525. We're heading towards 6 o'clock here on DWS. Coming up tonight at 7, it's the Lovey Smith Show. Brian Barnhart will be on hand to bring you that with the Illini head coach, along with uh, Director of Football Operations Tim Knox and receivers coach Andrew Hayes Stoker, scheduled on the uh, program tonight on the Lovey Smith Show at 7 o'clock here on DWS and on Light Rock 97.5. Okay, Bob Osmussen, we're back to you now. We're going to get your uh, thoughts after you've had a couple of days to think about what you saw at Memorial Stadium in that Minnesota 41-14 to victory over the Fighting Illini. What concerns you the most? Is everything an option? <laughs> sure. Is that possible? Literally, literally, well, Mike Epstein played really well. And so he I, he go in the good category. Uh, Blake Hayes had an okay day. Um, I'm trying to think. Josh Meadow Baby. Had the weather, the weather won. Day. The weather was great. The weather was awesome. Steve, you, you did a great job on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Scott's stories were fantastic. So I think that part was all. All the people that weren't involved with the Illinois football did a good job. 
But I think otherwise, no, it was a disaster. Uh, the second, second worst game this season, actually, worse, not quite as bad as Wisconsin, in my mind, is close. But that's two really bad performances out of three. So this team has to turn around like now, or they're facing a real potential for 0-9. And that would be obviously dreadful for Illinois. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there's a boatload of issues uh, that, that the Illini have going into the Saturday's game against Rutgers where the Scarlet Knights, who are no Big Ten power team by any stretch of the imagination, I know Greg Shiano's like the second coming out in Piscataway, but they're seven-point favorites against Illinois this season. And Rutgers is the one Big Ten program that Lovey Smith has had success at in his time here uh, with the Illini. He's 3-1 and one against the Scarlet Knights. Five and thirty against the rest of the Big Ten, and um, Rutgers is is better than they have been. They they beat Michigan State uh, in the opener, which Michigan State's been up and down throughout the first three weeks of the season. But going back to the Illini, they just their their defense is bad. Their offense is inconsistent. Special teams is okay, but. They don't really ever have an opportunity. They haven't had an opportunity to really affect a game uh, so far this season. So, in all three facets of, of the game, the Illini are, are struggling mightily, and I don't know what it's going to take to to turn it around because they have two straight road games. And yes, crowds aren't a factor at at college football games this year, but just the the mental part of, of getting on a plane and going to Piscataway, New Jersey, this weekend for the first time this season, and then going to Nebraska the, the following week or some issues that teams have to deal with in, in the pandemic abbreviated season we're dealing with right now, but uh, Illinois got to they got to fix a lot of a lot of problem areas. Both of those next two games on the road, as you mentioned, both at eleven o'clock. The Nebraska game time was made available today, so that uh, coming up a week from Saturday will also be at eleven o'clock. I had somebody ask me earlier today on the golf course, Steve. You've seen a lot of games. When was the last time you saw? First and goal of the ten, <laughs> followed by third and forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> on that the was, same drive. I said, I, I that would be never right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's hard to do. I literally, it's almost impossible to do that because it's basically like like three fifteen-yard penalties. is exactly. I mean, they had a long loss and a fumble that one of the worst plays I've seen for Illinois in a long time. And that just, yeah, that that's pretty much. And I wrote about this on Sunday. Pretty much described what, what the whole game was like. So that's problematic. And I, I, now I do think we have to point out, missing all the players are missing. I think, you know, and I wouldn't have made a difference in the score in terms of the, you know, the margin maybe. But I think Illinois would play better with Doug Kramer in the game, certainly, and with Nate Hobbs in the game. And, you know, a guy after guy had a guy they, they couldn't play. But that's not, a, but everybody's facing that potential, that situation, not having Brandon Peters. Illinois, and I wrote about this for them all, they've, they've got a problem with the quarterback. They're going to have to do something crazy. I don't know, I'm not sure. I Maybe throw a running back back there and let him play quarterback. I'm not sure what they can do because they don't have a great situation now until they get Brandon Peters back. Well, I think what's problematic, too, is Illinois has played 12 quarters this season, and I think in maybe one of them you could say they were competitive, and that was the fourth quarter against right. Purdue. The entire Purdue, Wisconsin right. game was a wash. And yep. you just got the sense, too, even though Illinois kept Minnesota off the scoreboard for most of some part of the first quarter. I know they trailed 7 nothing early, but then Mo Ibrahim just did whatever he wanted to do 
running the ball and the, and the defense didn't stop anyone. I mean, they gave up 556 yards of offense to Minnesota. And I know the Gophers had done – they'd fared well offensively in their first two games this season, but the fact that the defense is just letting teams do whatever they want to do offensively is – hugely concerning because Lovey Smith is a defensive oriented coach that was his pedigree with the Bears and it has not happened in his time at Illinois well it's scheme well, guys because his scheme doesn't work guys. I mean just look at it I mean the one thing that they had maybe done okay the first two games was stop the run and then they just decided not to tackle bad angles just flat-out missed tackles and Oh, Ibra. Ibrahim runs for 230. 224 wins Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. Big Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week. And then with in the secondary, maybe Nate Hobbs helps, but he hadn't exactly shown all that much in the first two weeks. But, I mean, that's scheme. They play a a coverage system that's mostly zone, which gives not only the middle of the field, but space from each cornerback you can run short routes and you'll be open and minnesota's receivers were open all the time just like purdue's and just like wisconsin's and I mean, that's a it's a scheme issue and lovey smith's not only the coach but he's the defensive coordinator so that's not i don't see that scheme changing well and i think and again i think a lot of people didn't expect this illinois football team when they came out with the revised big Ten schedule of eight games to you know contend for the big Big Ten West title or go six and two or seven and one or anything like that. I think a lot of people were realistic and that wins were going to be hard to come by for this Illini team. I think what's discouraging about that fact though is is that they haven't been in any game. It, it's yes, the Purdue game was thirty one twenty four and yeah. they, they had a chance there, but it just it felt such like desperation even to get to that point. And the fact that the Wisconsin and Minnesota games were they were over by halftime. They were, but the in Madison, and Scott, you'll remember this. You were there too. It was a fourteen-seven ball game late in the in mm-hmm. the first half, right. and then they gave up those two yeah. wide open over the middle touchdowns in the yeah, last so ninety seconds. I guess seconds. if you could take out a couple plays a game, they'd be in a really <laughs> great position. No, I'm just saying they had it to fourteen to no, seven. No, you're right. You're well, right. You say, well, Which you know what? If you can get into halftime at fourteen to seven on the road in the first yeah. game, maybe you feel. Okay, but uh, well, they're but just they're just maddeningly inconsistent, yeah. and that and that's the frustrating thing too. And and for all this talk and build up for this football season here at Illinois, and and again everything that's gone on in 2020, and I think folks were hoping for some some bright things to look forward to, just to, for diversion for a few hours watching Illinois football. I think most of them probably turned off the game at at halftime this past Saturday, and uh, just the again just the fact that they're not even really, they're, I mean the. 12 penalties for 120 yards. I mean, this this team was talked about all season, not just by folks around town, but by the coaches on the staff and the players themselves, that this is the most experienced, the most veteran team that Lovey Smith has had in his five seasons. Well, Those are the guys that were whistled for the penalties, many of them. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's, it's just very disappointing uh, for what Illinois football has done uh, so far through three games this year. Yeah, after waiting – as long as everybody waited to get this season going. It's a shame that we're three games in and Illinois football is not appointment TV. No. Like you'd like to think it would be playing in the Big Ten. Yeah. Hey, Illinois has got a game. Let's, let's watch that. I mean, you think back to the, the build-up to the season opener, the buzz and, and the potential, and they're playing at Wisconsin. And, yes, Wisconsin is, is 
historically the last three decades they've been a really really good program but illinois beat them last year which seems like decades ago that that game <laughs> happened in Champaign but just the build up to that game and then it was pretty much deflated by ha- the end of halftime because of what Wisconsin did late in that first half and then ever since then it's just really been non-competitive football for what's, the, um, the past two games. What's today? November the 9th? Yes. 365 days since the mm-hmm. last Illinois football win. Yeah, Michigan State. It was November 9th at Michigan State. Phone line is open, 356-9397. Let's uh, go to the phones. Hey, Eric, you're on. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, let's not pull any punches. This is the worst team in the Big Ten by a mile. <laughs> Anyone disagree with that? No. I mean, they, no. They've, they've proven right. that they're they're not very good this year. And I, I was talking – I talked to Brian and Lauren this morning, and I thought I'd throw it by you guys, too. You know, Hugh Freeze is going to be, like, like, probably grabbed up a f- – the day after the season ends by somebody, by by some killer, Auburn, somebody like that. So, and I think Lovey's buyout is drops to a million after February first. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's I thought it was right. two, but maybe right. I think it's so two yeah, at the I moment, think, but you might be right. It yeah. may, may drop. Yeah. So I think I think we're stuck with this through next year. I mean, and if, if Rayvon Bonner's leaving today, if, I don't know if you guys saw. I mentioned mm-hmm. that. He's gone. I I would be shocked if Luke Ford stays around because they've completely blown any opportunity they had to showcase what he's trying to do. Go to the NFL. Yeah, like no balls thrown in the kid, you know. So I I mean, this is if I were him, I'd be like, what did I come here for? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. This is just a bad situation all over the place. It is, Eric. Hey, we appreciate uh, taking time to call, and uh, we'll keep the phone line open three five six. Nine three nine seven, and the line, as you mentioned, uh, began at seven points. I think it's down to five and a half now. But uh, the fact remains, Illinois is an underdog to Rutgers, and Greg Schiano has proven through three games that he's not afraid to try stuff. <laughs> he's doing some weird, <laughs> some weird things, throwing to a, a tackle and onside kicks and going for two and all that. And uh, why not? Yeah, no, I know, and uh, I know they, they lost at Ohio State this past Saturday night, and uh, I know it was a relatively competitive final score. I know it was 49-27, but Ohio State was up 35-3 in the yeah. first half, and it was pretty much over by the, the start of the third quarter. So, uh, again, this this these next two weeks, and I mentioned this on, on Friday night too before the Minnesota game, is just the – again, it goes back to just the maddeningly inconsistent performance that Illinois football plays that – yeah, they could go to Piscataway and they could win. I could foresee that happening this yep. Saturday. I could also foresee them losing forty to nothing as well. Well, uh, what does a win at Rutgers really mean? I mean, they've done it before and it hasn't really jump started the program. So it's yeah, they could win, and in some instances maybe they should win because Rutgers is still Rutgers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the rebuild is ongoing, but it but it makes you think about it. Illinois is 0-3, at almost in sole possession of the bottom of the Big Ten West, and Northwestern very well could win the division, and thumped Illinois last year with their with their fourth string quarterback. So uh, the <laughs> state of football in Illinois is trending much much more towards quote unquote Chicago's team, <laughs> Chicago's Big Ten team. 
It is moving up on 538. We'll take a time out. Uh, we'll keep the phone lines open if you'd like to join us. 356-9397. Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS continues after this. Get rid of mice this winter with rodent control products from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Like the new Prowler Rodenticides, they're formulated to control even the toughest infestations on farms and agricultural operations. Choose from place packs, pelleted, bait chunks, and soft bait. Now $5 off. Matomco also carries a complete line of rodent baits, bait stations, mechanical and adhesive traps, and mole and gopher products. So you have the right solution for whatever pest problem you're facing. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Get rid of mice this winter with rodent control products from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Like the new Prowler Rodenticides, they're formulated to control even the toughest infestations on farms and agricultural operations. Choose from place packs, pelleted, bait chunks, and soft bait. Now $5 off. Matomco also carries a complete line of rodent baits, bait stations, mechanical and adhesive traps, and mole and gopher products. So you have the right solution for whatever pest problem you're facing. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyota-thon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. We've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, Tacoma, and more. What else you got? Oh, let's see. There's also Corolla, Highlander, Tundra. Oh, and we have a great selection of hybrid vehicles. Camry Hybrid, Highlander Hybrid. Perhaps I'm not making myself clear. Oh? What kind of toys you got? Video games, stuffed animals, sea monkeys, you know, the good stuff. Oh. It's actually Toyotathon, not Toyotathon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Well, okay. Then what can I get for five bucks? I've got a bunch of gum in my purse. Toyotathon is on. See your participating Toyota dealer today. Current offers end November 30th. Offers are subject to change throughout Toyotathon, which ends on January 4th. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Toyota, let's go places. Upgrade to Simplete before it's too late. Simplete Medicare Advantage plans start at $0 per month and come bundled with comprehensive benefits like dental, vision, hearing, and prescription coverage. See how much you can save with a free consult. Call 877-917-8638-TTY-711 or visit simplete.org slash LOC21 to get started. Simplete is powered by Health Alliance Medicare, a Medicare Advantage organization with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Simplete depends on contract renewal. Other providers are available in our network. Bratcher Heating and Air has been making homes comfortable for over 37 years. Day or night, routine or 24-7 emergency, call Bratcher Heating and Air at 378-HEAT. Right now, get no payments for six months, plus up to $1,350 in rebates on select Linux systems. Call Bratcher Heating and Air at 378-HEAT and visit BratcherComfort.com for more details. Bratcher Heating and Air, making home comfortable again. Getting your home ready to sell can be stressful and take up a lot of your time. At Ryan Dallas Real Estate, we've made selling simple. This is Ryan Dallas with Ryan Dallas Real Estate. With my guaranteed offer, you can skip the process of listing your home and go straight to sold, closing in just three weeks. Hassle-free, stress-free, and centered on your wants and needs so you can focus on what's most important. Call my team at 351-4900 or find us online at ryandallasre.com. Ryan Dallas Real Estate's guaranteed offer, it's selling made simple. Moving up on 542 Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Steve Kelly with the guys. Bob Osmussen is with us on the telephone. Matt Daniels and Scott Ritchie 
with me here in the studio. The phone line is open, 356-9397, if you would like to jump in. Bob, were you surprised by the news today that uh, Rayvon Bonner, who had already been sitting out this season after having opted out, had uh, made a a decision to enter the transfer portal? Did that uh, surprise you at all? No, not at all. In fact, I wrote for tomorrow about this. I I don't think he was in their plans. I think they were clearly Barry and Mike Epstein and Chase Brown. I think they like the freshman they think is going to Reggie Levis is going to be a good player. So I wrote about this for them all. I don't think he was ever in the plans. Actually, I think even before he opted opted out, I think the reason part of the reason he opted out was because they told him, you know, you're not going to play much. So it's kind of easy for him to say, yeah, I'll finish school and move on. So that's cool. Um, I was going to say something earlier earlier. The guy that called um, asked about Hugh Freeze, who I think is a really good coach, but he's got some gigantic baggage, baggage from things that happened to him in the past. I don't think there's any way uh, Josh Whitman would hire Hugh Freeze. I, I just don't think that would happen. And the other thing I would say, just to get to get off my chest, I think Illinois should take the last six games and use them as like a practice season because literally there's no they're not going to go to board this year. So just take those games and try some things. Try some. Let Blake Hayes play quarterback. I don't, you know something. I let, do some nutty things. Show yourself to be um, adventurous and fun and uh, maybe play some, maybe, maybe play some defense. Do. That might well, be that might too, be something nutty. How about this? How about try a different kind of defense? Maybe try something different. Yeah. Obviously, Jake Hansen is a great player. The line, linemen are doing better, I think. Right, Perry can play clearly, but they don't have enough of those guys. I think, yeah, try some things. Move people around. And, you know, go in the locker room before the game and say, everybody draw a position out of the hat. So, <laughs> you, you know, you might, you might have a tackle. Maybe they're doing that right now. They might be because if this is not working. And look at the next next two games, you know, Illinois could win. You're right. They could win at Rutgers. But two games from now, they're playing Ohio State, Ohio State here. Justin they Fields. Could score, could score, they could score 80 points, okay? In the first quarter. They, Justin Fields is going to win the Heisman in that game. <laughs> he's going to gain 800 yards of offense. He's going to win that. Everybody that's going to watch that game, because you know it'll be prime time or something, or late in the day, everybody's going to watch it and say, wow, he's really good. Not figuring out, hey, he's playing against the loin. Doesn't matter. He's going to, he's going to win the Heisman that day. That day. The, so I, I guess that I got it all off my chest there. Okay. okay. I mean, Bob, I like your idea, but when has Lovey Smith ever shown that he was willing to be adventurous or – Fun or try a different. Defense. He did grow a beard, and that was there. You go yeah. grow the beard again. Yeah, but it didn't change anything about his football team. Got a couple calls here. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. Go ahead. Uh, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Well, you know, you're talking about doing something crazy. I think I've got an explanation for our defensive backs and their pass coverage. They just don't understand the concept of social distancing. They're still trying to stay six feet away. It's a joke you can Can't make in 2020. In yeah. Can't do that in football. Nope. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I was saying it. I mean, I, there's got to be an answer. There really has to be an answer. Right. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Let's uh, go back to the phones. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, is Bob drinking the Kool-Aid or something when he says change defenses? I think Bob was uh, all the, Bob was all working the on his uh, comedy material. 
<laughs> right. I, comic. It takes all spring, Bob. takes three warm-up games with lower teams, and then the coaches still say, oh, we got to get that right the next week. So forget about changing defenses. Thanks, you, Bob. We love you. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Three five six nine three nine seven is the number. I don't think you really was me. Do you? And no, I, I don't that's, think so, Bob. I, I think that I, I I got one person. I had three at home to love me and the dog. I'm good. Segway out of that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You're the radio <laughs> pro. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say the guys in the studio love you too, but I'm not, I wasn't sure I was gonna get full backing on oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Of course yeah, we do. At least you out of the way I get, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Depends hey. on how light my story is, right, Matt? No, Matt, Bob, you're, late, you're, 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 you're fine. Let me ask you this, Bob, and, and you know, a lot of coaches may be on the so-called hot seat, to, you know, starting with the, the coach in Ann Arbor, but uh, how tough is it going to be for anybody to, even though a couple of them have been done already, but to, to fire somebody in the middle of a pandemic. Really hard. Really hard. You've made a great point. I think even in Illinois, the money is part of it, right? Because you, let's say Michigan fires Harbaugh. Okay, they got to pay him, which is, I'm sure, a fortune, what he's owed. And they got to go hire somebody else in the middle of this thing. No, I, I, think, it's, I think the amount of coaches fired after this year is going to be a new record low. Yeah, going back to the, you know, in the 50s when they didn't fire people very often. No, I don't think you can fire many people. You have to really, it has to be egregious. Now, Michigan, they really are not happy. So maybe they'll say, they might they might let him know, you should probably move on. And I think he's always hard to talk about the NFL, which I always thought he was going to do anyway. So maybe it's time for him. But I think Illinois, I, I really don't think that uh, Josh Whitman is going to make in chapter this year. I think there's almost, almost no chance of that happening. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, you're on the air with us. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Steve, Bob, Matt. How you doing? Uh, this uh, problem goes back long before here, just the last couple months. I still put all this, at least the football program, on Mike Thomas. I mean, you run Zook out of here and you hire somebody that's incapable of running the job, and we've been backtracking ever since. So the football situation, I still go back and lay it at the feet of Mike Thomas in this situation here. Now, obviously, I think, Josh Whitman tried to do the best he could, and it just hasn't worked out. But I do believe it's time to cut the losses and move on. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And, uh, you know, I know, Bob, you and I have talked about this numerous times before, but uh, just the fact that, uh, you know, they – they fired Ron Zook after he started 6-0, and and, and yes, they had a disappointing end of the, the 2011 season, losing six straight games, and, and then they did end up winning the bowl game with Vic Conian in charge. But I think that move really kind of set Illinois football back in terms of any consistency that they were they were searching for. And, and yes, Tim Beckman had his boatload of issues here at Illinois, namely, namely off the field and, and dealing with players. But if you think to on the field – they went to a bowl game in his third season there at six wins, which is kind of where they're at now with Lovey Smith in charge entering right. in his fifth season. Right. So it's just it's a it's an unfortunate repeating cycle that I don't know when is going to end uh, for Illinois football. Well, the thing is, if you're going if 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 you're going to fire somebody, you better have a better replacement yeah. than what you what you had in place. No, exactly. And one other thing, I did want to let you know that I see where Tom Izzo tested positive yep. for mm-hmm. yep. COVID. So, 
But uh, anyway, hey, guys, uh, thank you for the show, and we'll see you guys down the road. Yep, right. thanks for the call, Kevin. We appreciate it. 356-9397 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in. And, Scott, when you look at the, the Big Ten standings in football, it's just another example of uh, – how weird this year is. You've got a, a big game coming up in the West with Northwestern at 3-0, and playing at Purdue at 2-0. and So uh, those two teams are playing well. Then Indiana also on the other side at 3-0. and There's just some crazy things happening in Big Ten football. Yeah, and then Maryland is now 2-1. and Right. And after, you know, maybe not starting you know, the season particularly well and Wisconsin is still, you know, undefeated, just that one game. So we'll see what they look like and they, they come back and play Michigan this week. But, yeah, the Big Ten has been kind of flipped on its head a little bit. But um, still imagine Ohio State's going to come out of the East. Yeah, as good as Indiana has been. Um, and they've been really good. I don't know that anyone's really going to challenge the Buckeyes. So, Bob, are you liking Northwestern in the West? Or are you still, uh, you still hanging on there with Wisconsin? No, I, I like Northwestern a lot now. I think I'm not even sure Wisconsin is going to play enough games, right? They miss one more, they're done. I think if I understand the rules correctly, yeah. they got they got to play every game from here on out. So I and I frankly think Northwestern. Are we surprised Pat Fitzgerald did this? I'm not. I mean, I knew because he doesn't like losing. Obviously, nobody does. But he's one of those guys, hard headed. He changed made the change in offense coordinator. Obviously, did a great job there. And that quarterback's good, and they're playing well. The defense is always going to be good with them. So that team, I'm not surprised at all how they're playing. And I wouldn't be surprised if they win seven, eight games. And gosh, they could you know, play for the Big Ten title against Ohio State. Matt's right. Scott's right. They're gonna, there's no way Ohio State's not playing that Taylor game. That's, that's, a, that's a lock. Yeah, I mean, Tom Allen, I think, at Indiana is probably locked up Big Great. Ten Coach of the Year honors, I would say, this season, what he's maybe, done. Maybe that. So far, and I know Fitzgerald can have a have a case there, but what Tom Allen's done at Indiana is is pretty remarkable, and the fact that you know he went and beat Penn State in in the opener, and then pretty much dominated against Michigan this past Saturday, and the fact that we're even talking about a Ohio State Indiana potential matchup to decide who wins the Big Ten East awesome. is pretty it's pretty on point for twenty twenty, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's just a th- there's all sorts of different. You know, Mike Loxley looked overmatched after that Northwestern loss, and now he's right. got the Terrapins rising. That's just kind of the nature of, of college football coaches. It's all relevant to, to what they do lately. And for a lot of teams, that's a lot of success. And unfortunately here at Illinois, it's a lot of lack of success. And what in the wide world of sports is going on in Happy Valley? Scott Ritchie, you can answer that one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know if they know. I mean, they did lose their – number one running back and then also you know their backup but you know Sean Clifford you know in his first season last year played really well and he has apparently forgotten all about that because he's been you know a bit of a liability for them um and of course you know they they did lose Micah Parsons uh, from their defense and you know, graduated some of their their better defensive players as well but that didn't really change the expectations you know that, that Pensea was still expected to be you know, at least a contender in the Big Ten East, and it's fallen apart through three weeks. And I mean, I don't know what the what they do to to stop that free fall. 
Bob, how did you vote uh, this week? Uh, did you have Notre Dame second ahead of Ohio State? I did, and it was a tough call. I really went back and forth. Obviously, Notre Dame beat Clemson, uh, so they're going to be moved up. They can't be one because Alabama is great. But uh, yeah, I, I had Ohio State three, and I think I had uh, I I moved Clemson down to five. Yeah, you had a Clemson at five, and you had four. Oregon at four. Oregon four. Yeah, so I I believe in Oregon. They played a good game in the opener. They're really good. They're really, really good. I'll, I will be surprised if they're not in the playoffs, if they're allowed to play. But they're, they're a good team. So where, I, I think it's kind of, oh, go ahead. Where did you have Indiana? Ten. Okay. That's so, where they ended up. Ten. And, yep, ten. And Wisconsin, I think, right, Bill. I, but Matt's got it right behind him, maybe 11, 12. 12. And then I'm a, and that be, might be in from the Big Ten. Is that right? Or, Northwestern at 21. Yeah, Northwestern's oh, down, down in the 20s there. There you go. They, they had to be in, too. It so. is 5.55, Monday Night Sports Talk. We need to take one final break. We'll do that and be back with some final words right here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Stay with us. Sometimes in business, the unexpected comes calling. From rent increases to increased orders to, I'm going to say it, unprecedented times. But don't bounce back. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig, with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks, and with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Be fast, be flexible, be ready for what's next, and bounce forward with Comcast Business. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. Get started with a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution from Comcast Business for $35 each a month for 24 months for two years when you buy both. Plus, ask how to get a $250 prepaid card when you upgrade. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to ComcastBusiness.com today to find out more. Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast Business 35 megabits per second internet and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Enrollment and equal bill and auto pay required. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra subject to change. Prepaid card offer ends 11 15, 20 and requires business internet one gig double play. This holiday season, as you put together your gift list for others, add yourself to the list. It's been a tough year and you deserve something very special. Give yourself the one thing that will change the way you see everything. It's the gift of LASIK vision correction at Vision Point Eye Center. Are you one of the lucky ones ending the year with a little extra cash? because of all the things you didn't get to do this year? Well, now's the time to celebrate and end 2020 by seeing 2020. You've been waiting and wishing for way too long. Now it's your turn to experience freedom from glasses and contacts. Schedule your free LASIK screening at visionpointi.com or call 866-372-LASIK. Give yourself the one gift that is life-changing. LASIK at Vision Point Eye Center. Clearly you. Our homes are where we feel the most happy, safe, and secure. So when we see signs of foundation problems like cracks and uneven floors, we want to make sure it's fixed forever. At Woods Basement Systems, we understand. We've been eliminating foundation worries since 1986. Call Woods at 800-388-9326 for a free estimate. That's 800-388-9326 and stop worrying. Foundation problems don't get better with time, they get better with us. They're all things basement experts. Go online to woodsbasementsystems.com today. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. 
Hey, Illini Nation, this is Scott Friedline with the Illini Rebounders. You may recall seeing us selling 50-50 raffle tickets in the stands. Since that is not an option, we've gone online. To play the weekly raffle, go to Illini5050.com, select your number of tickets, and complete the form. Drawings start each Monday, and the winning ticket is drawn at the end of that week's game. The winner receives one half the listed pot. The other half supports the Illini student-athletes and the University of Illinois Student Athletic Scholarship Fund. Get your tickets at Illini5050.com. Go Illini! Terms and conditions apply. Must be an Illinois resident to play and win. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about, so let Pekin Insurance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PekinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. We're about 90 seconds away from 6 o'clock here on Monday Night Sports Talk. Bob Osmussen on the telephone. Tell us again what uh, you're working on for tomorrow's edition of the News Gazette. Kind of mishmash of things about the quarterback situation, running back situation, and I also talked about the election a little bit. And Scott Ritchie, basketball coming down the road, (laughs) so we think. About 16 days till the... Projected start of the season. They have uh, a tough opener against TBA right now. TBA. Yeah. TBA oh, but is also tough. the early signing period starts this week. Um, Luke Goody's ceremony uh, is not till next Monday. And then uh, four-star guard Ty Ty Washington will announce his commitment on Sunday on his birthday. Illinois and Creighton are sort of seen as the two leaders for his recruitment. Okay, Matthew, what are you working on? Just telling them Keeping what to do. Keeping everybody in line. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Just you know, keep keep the line moving. Well, you that's do a good I job. Crack the whip. Uh, oh, I'm pretty. I, I think I'm uh, all right. We'll d- continue this off the air, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you, Bobby. Moving up on six o'clock. Don't forget uh, the Lovey Smith Show tonight at six. Brian Barnhart and the Illini head coach, with a couple of other guests as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for those who. Called in tonight, Steve Kelly, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Have a good night, everybody.